You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And this week, Riley and I are chatting with Carissa Parker, the force behind The Dancer's Resource. According to its site, The Dancer's Resource is an app designed to assist dancers with the necessary information on clubs that they would otherwise have to find out personally by trial and error. The information includes audition, wages, manager information, and club vibes, as well as experiences. Along with the app, The Dancer's Resource has amassed a huge presence on social media, providing helpful info and relatable laughs to its almost 110,000 followers. This episode, we discuss how Carissa started the industry, cover valuable lessons she's learned along the way, examine burnout and how to avoid it, unpack red flags to look out for at clubs, and a ton more. You guys are going to love Carissa and really enjoy this episode. So here you go. Welcome to 50 Plus Tip, Carissa. We're super excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. So nice to meet you guys. I didn't realize there was two of you. I love that. There wasn't. She weaseled her way in. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually just Danica talking like two different accents to herself. Yeah, it's just me actually. Well, just even running the page, it's like it's like seamless. You know, it seems like there's like one person running it. Yeah, no, you there can is, usually tell. There is one person running the page. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> she literally is just here for the recordings. So. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. Her her accent's better than mine, so I had to throw someone in. Yeah, I'm just someone to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) So, you run a pretty successful Instagram account yourself, and it's dedicated to dancers. But I feel like we kind of rarely get to see a glimpse of the face behind it. Like I had to look up your name and find (laughs) it. Oh. So what, I like it that way. Yeah. So why why the choice to kind of remain anonymous on the page? Um, I just feel like the company, like just everything that it stands for, is so much more than just myself. You know, I didn't want it. I think it's so easy to see a picture and then just associate it with that person and not really get. You know, you get you become more visual people. So we just kind of like prejudge or whatever. So I just wanted the message to be what was what people took away, you know? And I don't know, I'm very like private for the most part. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And I also not for nothing, but when I started, I mean, we've been around for like five years. So when I started, I think I was more concerned about like my family, my boyfriend at the time like all of this, just not getting, being out there like that. And then like, as it evolved, I was like, well, this is what it is. So definitely. So when you say the company, how many people are working with you or for you? Or like, how has that expanded over time? Well, I, in terms of a company, I consider us, we are a technology company because of the app. So we, we don't have outside developers like TDR has its own developers. Like I have developers that I work with that are, that are not freelance. They're our developers. So, um, we develop technology. We have other industries that we're doing. So as of now, the only employees or people that I work with are developers. And then like, I have, you know, I have an assistant and, um, that's pretty much it. I've had people that I wanted to post, which is why I mentioned that. Cause it is, 
in terms of like posting, you, you do want to be consistent and you know, it does take effort and I wanted to have someone help with that. And it just doesn't deliver the same way that I felt like I was. So it's just something that I kind of do myself. So it, it really isn't that big of a company. There's probably like five or six of us. Nice. So back to getting to know the person behind the dancers resource. How did you get your start into the sex worker industry? I started as a stripper. Um, I started when I was like 18, turning 19. Honestly, all my friends were dancers. Like, I think it was probably my mom's biggest fear that I was going to become a dancer. (laughs) And I just like, all my friends were dancers. Like, I, that's just kind of what it was. And then where I grew up, like, it was like, everybody's very square. So I was kind of always more of like, not a wild child, but I honestly, I developed really young. So I always kind of got that attention. And then it was just kind of like, what my vibe, I don't know, like my friends and like, it just kind of went in that direction, to be honest. How does your mom feel about it now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know what? My mom, I'm like, found out when she walked into the club she like stuck in with a customer but now my mom like there's other women that my mom meets through wherever and their their daughters are dancers and I think like it's given my mom a special insight to the women that dance and it helps her like relay and like talk to other women that do have like she's more open I think she's more open She's more understanding towards women. I think we are so judgmental, especially women that aren't in the industry. Instead of understanding, they judge because it makes them feel better. So um, I think that's that's changed her. You know, I think me being open about it has changed her and unapologetic about it. You know, what are you going to do? You're either going to accept it or like not be around me, you know? Yeah, definitely. So you said that you started as a stripper. Have you worked in other avenues of sex work? And if so, which have been your least and most favorite? Um, yeah, I haven't. I always worked in a club. And then, like, you know, like, I guess you would call it sugaring, if anything. Like, you know, you have customers that you'll go to lunch, dinner with, like, all that. But that was about it. I'm Like, I've gotten to, like, switching up my clubs and I would just kind of do it as like, I feel like I was a very successful stripper because I ran it as business, mm-hmm. you know? So I didn't really like, I, w- I was good with dancing. I, I liked it for the most part until I would get burnt out. But you know, can you explain to us what you mean by you ran it as a business? Cause I think that that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that this is very much a job. This is very much our business. So do you mind just expanding on that? Yeah, I think time management is so important. I think if you're going to go into the club, you're most of the time, unless you're in California, but regardless, you're still paying to be there. So you, most of your time, you, I would schedule, I would run it like a nail salon where I would have guys that would come in, like, I'll meet you at two on, on Tuesday at the club, you know, I'll see you there. And then another guy at like maybe five or six. And so, you know, you have that. And then if there's any money that you make in between, then, you know, it adds to it. But I think being organized about it is like you, yeah, for sure. Go and like take your, you know, take your chances. And all of that is important when building a clientele. But I think like, I didn't want to have the unknown. I wanted to be secure as a dancer. So that helped me. I would 
schedule my customers that would come in. I would maintain a schedule. I would hold myself accountable, like learn how to tell yourself no, things like that. I would always make sure to be like, if I worked day shift, I would always be there like at a specific time, consistency, all of that. Yeah. I think think Riley's definitely correct where a lot of people don't understand how much of a job or work sex work is. And I think that's kind of what differentiates people who are successful and have longevity in the industry. And those that don't is that they appreciate it as a job and they take pride in their work and they take it seriously. And they're, you know, taking care of their self, um, throughout the process as well. Uh, you mentioned burnout, which is something that Mm -hmm. Riley and I have been struggling with this year. Um, I think the mixture of like people are coming back from COVID. It's like, where do you even, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you have any advice for how to one avoid burnout? And I guess the second part being, if you are in burnout, how do you kind of take care of yourself? Yeah, honestly, I think you could get burnt out even if you're only working once a week, you know, it's just a matter of like where you're putting your energy. So I think for me, what would work best is like, you know, like they say bad energy scares the money away. So like, even if I didn't want to be there or like I wasn't feeling it, but I had money to make, I would just kind of like do one thing that would make me feel good. That would like kind of like transfer, whether it switch up the way I did my hair and I wouldn't do it for the guys. I would just do it for myself, you know? And I feel like you feel good. I think that like, we don't give our, enough love in terms of like understanding like you could take days off and still not relax because you feel like you're you should be at work you know so I think things like that is very important we have to do when like dealing with burnout um if you're able to like make money outside of the club do lunches switch it up you know I don't recommend that for everybody I wouldn't even say that I recommend it but if it's something that you're familiar with I think it's a good way to like kind of transition you know you can still make money but then it's it's I almost even hate saying it now you know yeah in terms of like but um I think switching it up trying new days like before you if you feel yourself getting burnt out like don't go in that day go in the next night you know, like you can compensate for the days. Don't keep doing the same thing every day. Because yeah. different guys go in at different times. You know what I'm saying? You can meet one guy that like you make money and then like you're on a roll because you're just like, it only literally takes one that can change your entire shift, your energy, everything. So switching it up, I think is key. And like no, going to different clubs, like all of that is key. It's like, it takes away dancing, like takes away so much from you because you're biting your tongue, you're like not saying things, you know, it's like the same thing every day is like grueling almost, you know? Yeah. I think that's a really important point you make saying, you know, how you're giving so much of yourself and you don't like give our, we don't give ourselves love sometimes or the attention or care we need. And our whole job is just yeah. give so much of that to other people. I find that's where I start to feel burnt out and I agree with you on the days off. I mm-hmm. often feel like I'm not even relaxing because I'm feeling anxious about not being at work. Like I feel guilty for not being at work. And then I mm-hmm. find it very hard to kind of come back into yourself because you're so used to being Danica at work. I'm so used to being this person. People need me to be. Um, yeah. yeah, I completely agree with you. Definitely. It's, yeah, it's, you still have to be who you are 
outside of the club in order, you know, it's so important that balance, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with the FOMO of like sitting at home being like, shit, was this my $3,000 night or it's a Saturday, I know I should really go in, but like I'm in such a bad mood or yeah, any of that. Yeah, and then you you get there and it's slow and then it's even worse. And then by the time you do meet somebody, you're already like, I don't even want to be here. But that's like you have to, you know what my therapist told me a long time ago? She was like, talk yourself through it. So, okay, so you miss out and there was somebody that spent $3,000 at the night before. So what? How do you know they're going to spend it on you? You're going to hear that another girl made it. How do you know you would have made that? How do you know? Like, why bury bury yourself in the unknowns when it's like, this is what you need. This is what it is. And like a lot of things we think in our mind, it's not even real. You know, it's just like anxiety or whatever it may be. Definitely. So, so we have to remind ourselves of that, I guess. Yeah. And it's hard for sure. No matter how long you've been in the industry, are you still dancing currently or how, if you're not, how long no. have you been retired for? Um, I, well, I don't know. I was like, I guess I, I retired before COVID, but I was like, uh, I would have like probably like if some a really good customer called me today and was like, go in, I probably would go in, you know, we all I don't did. think I'll ever be like, I'm done. I'm like a stripper for life. Okay. Like I, <laughs> but I started when I was like younger, I've stopped and I've gone back and all of that. But regardless of your age, there comes a point for yourself that you're like, you know what? I want to it's like you evolve, you know, obviously dancing is always going to be a part of myself. And for a while, I didn't even want to say that I wasn't dancing anymore because I felt like, how can I contribute, you know, but that's why I don't show myself because (laughs) it's so much bigger than me. Yeah. You know, what was the process like for understanding that it was your time to retire and then sort of the phase out of that? I hated, hated, hated it. I hated it. I hated men. I hated getting ready. I hated being there. It sucked the soul out of me. And it, I, even if I would like take time off, it just was like, I felt like I needed to go to the next step. And I always felt like I would be involved in the, like in this industry somehow, but I knew there was like something more but at the time, like I had the app, the app was not cheap to build, but I was still dancing. So I was like juggling that, like working in the club, getting a phone call from a developer, running to my car. Like it was a lot. And I felt like I was doing it all for the app. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to not have to do it for the app as much, or like I was able to like smooth things out, I just didn't, you know, I, that was the only thing that really kept me going back was like literally the app. So. Yeah, I think I'm at that point now where like, I I found over the years, the percentage of days where I enjoyed it and the percentage of days where I was like, fuck my life has like, dramatically increased the fuck my life days where I'm just like, no matter how much money I make some days, I just go home. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can have like a $10,000 day. And I'm like, I'm gonna go the fuck home. I don't want to be around people no more. I don't want to go in tomorrow. Um, so and I think yeah. I think I'm and I'm, I'm closer to your age. So I think I'm, I'm getting to that point where it's just like, I'm I'm done giving that part of me to people. You know what I do really feel like it doesn't even in terms of age and dancing, it's not really the age. It's the amount of time Mm -hmm. that you're dancing. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could come in in your like late 20s and love it because you haven't been dancing that long. It's really the amount of time and like any job that you're at where you're not accumulating 
or where you're kind of giving more than you feel like you're accumulating, um, you're going to feel that way, whether it's dancing or anything, you know? And I, I just wish we would be more gracious and understanding with ourselves when it comes to dancing. You know, it's okay to not, it's okay to not want to dance. It's okay to, to transition and go back. It's okay. But it's about like allowing yourself that to re- allowing yourself, like giving yourself the permission to do it so you can do it correctly versus like undermining yourself or, you know? Yeah. You like instead go in with a bad attitude and you end up basically like, I think is, I can't remember where I got it from, but like slow, you slowly fire yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like you can be your, that's how we're, we're our own worst enemy. Like our energy and all of that is like, like I would have a, I would ask for a dance and I didn't even want to give a dance and I would ask for a dance and they knew I didn't want to give a dance. And like, they'd be like, no, I'm good. Like versus like, I could just grab a guy and be like, okay, come on, let's go dance. And they would just come. Cause it was like, I was like down, you know? And honestly, I think that's how drugs and all of that comes into play because it makes it easier versus telling ourselves like, you know what? No, that's okay. You're not feeling it right now. It's okay. Give yourself a breath. Talk yourself through it. I know you don't want to tell yourself, you don't, you don't want to be here right now, but you got it. You're doing this for a reason. You're here because you have discipline. You're here because you have goals. This is not bad. This you're doing this. You're here because you're taking care of business. You know, you talk yourself up into it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that. There's been days where I go in and I'm like, a guy says like to me, and I'm like, you know what, oh, yeah. you what fucking. <laughs> and I and then I just feel Riley's like hand on my shoulder, <laughs> like you're like down, girl. Because I'm like, listen, bitch, let's go. Like I'm like ready. Like I'm in that mood where like I'm waiting for some fucker to look at me wrong, and like I'm like I need to go to the change room because I will knock a fucker out. Like I am not in the mood. Yeah, today. no, I've seen girls flip out on customers, and I'm like. Two snaps for you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I mean, it it fucks with our money. Yeah. People just don't understand what a complex industry really is. Like the politics and all of this, there's so much more than what people see. It's so much more than what the customers get. And like, it's just, people don't get it unless they're in it. And once you're, that's why people that are in it are so different from everybody else. Cause they don't, you know? Yeah, definitely. They don't think the same after it's like, you've already been exposed to something to it. Like when you travel, you've already been exposed to another place. You're not even going to, you know, you're going to want to, you're going to think differently. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about like how you're getting really, you know, how you start to think like, oh, I'm going to like knock this guy out. And I was just picturing like I had a girlfriend who was in the same, uh, you know, who was a dancer as well. And she's moved on to a different avenue now, but it would be like, you could just see the bitterness that like grew in her and you knew that her time was like almost up. She'd, she'd like refuse to take guys for dancers if they only wanted to go for one. Um, if they said one, yeah. If you said one negative thing, she was like, fuck you and left. But then I, the smart hustler that I would, I am would go like vacuum up her like scraps and go take them for a dance. (laughs) Yeah, I think you also have like, like oh, come here, mom, yeah, yeah, got you. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know, you want half a dance? I'll do half a dance. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, hold my leg. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think one, you have That's age fair. on your side, and you haven't been dancing as long. Once you get to like, she was younger and she'd been um, dancing oh. less time than me. Oh, it just Jesus. like well, it she, just ain't, she ain't built for it. Then you know one thing that I think we don't even realize while we're in it. What will? Are we allowed to cuss? 
Yeah. Of oh, yeah. What will, like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Okay, what will fuck your hustle up is getting a customer that allows you to be lazy. Because then you You're start spoiled. thinking everyone just hands you money. And like, yeah, you'll attract those guys for a while, but then when you don't attract them and they're not there, you're not gonna, even going to know how to hustle. It's like you have to start over. That used to mess me up. Like, I would get guys that would, like, just, like, spoil me, and then I would be like, okay, I guess I got to go back to work now. And, like, <laughs> oh, I just hated talking. Like, can you tell I hated it? Like, <laughs> I hated it. And then it just never, like, that's what I say with, like, drugs and stuff like that. That's how girls get so caught up because, like, you're subjecting yourself to something you hate doing, you know? And then you just, you know, it's a slippery slope. There's so many women that I think get stuck because of drugs. I was going to say, it's, it's so tricky because it's one of the industries where drugs are, like, almost so socially acceptable or it's if not promoted. Yeah. yeah. Or they help you. Yeah, yeah like – promoted or they help you make money or like like any other place where you go and you act like that they're gonna be like are you all right at the club they're gonna be like we like her she's fun like you know yeah so I think there's a balance definitely um I feel like an an ideal stripper career would I see those girls that like don't drink or do anything like that and I just think that's like so great you know but I could just like imagine how much how draining it is you know yeah I I drank at the club when I was like first first started but I haven't drank at the club in a long time and I don't ever do drugs and it is fucking draining to have to deal with people completely sober gosh like I would be drunk and be like oh I could never do this sober I couldn't even do it drunk like I could just you know it just sounds like very torture but yeah I mean but then there are, like, those days that are just, like, where you just get your ass kicked and you don't do anything and everything goes in your favor. And it's just, like, it doesn't get any better, you yeah. know? Yeah, 100%. I find it, like, it's more so – it's draining to be around people sober when they're fucked up. But then for them to also insult you for being sober, which I get a lot, be like, oh, we want a girl who's high as fuck and we want a girl who's drunk as fuck. And it's like, cool. Like yeah. – okay like I'm sorry I'm not that person and it's like you're almost getting it's almost like you're like it's almost being sober is almost worse than being ugly in the club like I swear to god what do you want (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get you Carissa hold on (laughs) for real I was a wild child like I was wild I don't even know how I like I don't the age I am I don't have any children like I'm surprised like I was like (laughs) I was a wild one. Well, what are some of the most valuable lessons or the best takeaways that you learned from being in the industry? You are your own limit. You are your own anything. It's all you. It's all you. Nobody can do you for you, period. And that when I say you, that's living your life, making your decisions, meet, meeting your goals, reaching accomplishments, like the good and the bad, it's all you. You have to go through all of it. Like, And I, I saw this quote, and it's so cliche, but it's so true. Like, the magic is in the things you don't want to do. And, like, the things you're putting off. And I learned that. Like, the like the late nights, you know, like, balancing between developing the app. All that stuff I didn't want to do. That's, like, that's where I... I wouldn't even be who I am if I wouldn't have danced. I probably, my mind wouldn't have been expanded the way it was because I danced. Like you ever go to a store and people are like, 
I don't know. They're like, um, they can't think out of the box to get something done. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. oh, I want to return this or like, I want to exchange this. It's like, they can't do it. Cause like their minds are just so like square. I think dancing has given me that, like it's opened my mind. And then also like money management. You have to learn that as a dancer, you know, you, how you get paid cash. Like you have to learn money management. Oh my God. Yeah. But easy come, easy go. It took me a long time. <laughs> and don't beat yourself up. Anybody who's listening to this, do not beat yourself up if you've blown uh, too much money and haven't learned your lesson the first time. Like, it comes with it. Be easy on yourself, but also hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you didn't learn the second or the third or the tenth time. <laughs> I was say, for fuck's sake, put money aside for taxes because that is going to ruin yeah. you at the end of the year. Oh, my gosh, yes. Or someone will snitch on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell you, I had to call my attorney because he was saying he was going to sue me and like all this shit. Um, it was insane. So like I put that, I put that he said that he works at Cisco and he's an HR and blah, 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 blah. Cause he did say that. Right. So th- we couldn't find a video. My attorneys were like, unless you found a video of him saying that if he gets fired, because of this, of something that you posted and he gets fired, he could sue you for loss of wages, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, oh, dear God. So then they call. So I'm like trying to think about where I even thought that he said that. The girl that from the DM, I was like, did you hear that personally? She's like, yeah. She's like, I saw a video of him doing it. I'm like, okay, can you find it if you can? She's like, okay. Some other girl sends me the actual video that she screened. He said it on a live. He didn't even post it. He said it on a live and she screen recorded it and she sent it to me and she had him say it three times and send it to me. And I got it the same day. I was like, okay, fuck him. And then that's when I was like, Rolling Stone, fuck it. Like that's when we like went with it. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. You, you caught the guy saying what, what was he saying on the live? So he said that he was pretending he was human resources to get these girls information. And he tried saying that it was affecting his job at Cisco because he was like, yeah. So like it, it, listen, if you, cause he works at a technology company. Yeah. What a clown. So like, like, even if that's not what you said, you're insinuating it. And it's like, like any in court, anybody would be like, no, like you're an ass. Like you said it, you know, he also said that he's never personally mentioned the word stripper. Like he was hashtagging stripper. Like, like he, it was just like such bullshit. I was like, I'm not even worried about him anymore. Oh my God. What a clown. Yeah. Uh, That's the one thing about this job too, is not only does it burn you out, but like the level with which I fucking hate men is like, oh, it's so bad. And what sucks is like, I want to get married. I want to have children. I want to have a family, but I feel like I see through the bullshit that it's just like, ugh, like just get away from me. Like 100%. there's no point in you even DMing me or anything. Like I already see through you. 100%. You really see. <laughs> and you don't want to like, you want to give men a fair chance, but like you just, the red flags are like, so much more apparent when you see them. Yeah, yo, and I hate when people are like, oh, you just hate men because of what you see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see them in their entirety. You see what they want you to see. But not all men. I do believe that not all men are like that. Um, I do think that the men, we're, the thing is, like, we're exposed to all those types of men. But, like, yeah, but, okay, but then there's, there's men that aren't even in there that still have the traits that you can still recognize. Like, okay, you're a little bit of a narcissist. I can tell. I'm sure there's, like, women, like, 
you know, guys, there's like some guys that love to date dancers, you know, but like we have um, a lot of the same traits too, you know? Yeah. So, and then the girls that don't dance that have the same traits as us are on the same bullshit. So <laughs> it's like, it all correlates, you know? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So you've, you've mentioned it kind of a couple times here. You have the dancers resource and it's grown to like be quite a successful Instagram page and it's dedicated to the sex workers. How did you first get that page started and did you expect it to grow like it did? Yeah, I always knew it was going to, I, the vision I have for TDR is like bigger than it is now. This is like, and then like, it's all about the app. The only reason I started the page was because the app, I started building the app before I even started the page, but I knew that it was going to take time to develop even to people grasping the concept of the app. But I just knew that there needed to be a universal platform for all dancers to be able to speak, correlate, meet, discuss, whatever. There needed to be a universal platform. And, like, social media wasn't safe. And we were not really even out like that at the time, which was why I kind of did the app. I feel like the page just came about and got popular because so many women, whether they dance or not, relate to it. 100%. I, I repost a fuck yeah. on your shit. So, yes, it's very relatable. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I see my neighbors and, like, two of my neighbors know. And then, like, with their big mouths, like, shit got around. And someone's like, oh, I saw the dancer's resource. My friend posted it. I'm like, they'll, they'll like, post memes. Like, everyone sees the memes yeah. from TDR. I'm like, yep. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. <laughs> but it is important to kind of have those, like, spaces in a representation yeah representation is so important like i feel like we were supposed to be like made to feel like we're supposed to be ashamed of it for so long and now i mean i feel like people look at dancers differently i would hope or maybe i'm just so stuck in my own world that like this is anyone around me is like knows like this is what it is like get out of here with any other bullshit but 100 percent. i mean we're all women at the end of the day. And the only thing that's really like, if you look at it is like separating it is like, which dancing isn't even illegal. So yeah. it's no, just like just, the judgments of like people that don't do it. Yeah. We're just smart enough to capitalize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's keeping anyone else from capitalizing or doing what we do judgment. Mm-hmm. They're worried about other people or they're worried about their body or they're worried about that. They can't dance, but they want to do it. They probably do it for themselves, like in the mirror at home, you know. Hundred percent. If they could make money doing it, they would. Yeah. They're scared. We all know you've seen hustlers and have some big dreams, like. <laughs> yeah, get with it, honey. Get with the winning team, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, what have been some of the challenges navigating a safe space for dancers on a very vanilla-run platform? Do you have any tips for being? to be avoided from being like shadow banned or anything like that. We all know Instagram is not sex worker friendly. I know. I'm, that's why like, I really, really want to, especially with like Instagram being down that one day. And then we even got a notification about how like, it's crazy because nothing was even deleted or removed. And I got that message about how like it could be. So, I mean, I would love for us to develop without outside of social media. I, there's a social media aspect on the app, which is developing more within the next month. It will drop, but 
I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh, just some of the challenges that you face oh, navigating the page. Yeah. So yeah, just with Apple, like usually when you develop an app and you submit it to be on the app store, it takes two to seven hours to be reviewed and approved. Um, it took us nine months. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So they said two to seven and you were like, oh, that's two plus seven. <laughs> and then hours and you made months. I aged so much. Like, I think just because of that year, I'm like, no, like I have this thing has, a, I have a, such a vision because they were like, no, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean usability, user experience. It's, it's, um, I had to get my attorney come to like find the loopholes with the language. We're like, we're doing anything that what we're doing, what Yelp is doing. We're doing the exact same thing. We're rating and reviewing the establishments based off of how they're ran. We're not discussing, you know, we're not discussing, like we're not soliciting anything like that. When we added the, the webcams, we had to tell them we're rating and reviewing. We're not sharing the content. We're not. We're not even linking the content. We're not doing anything like that. You know. So I think people just. See, it's so taboo that people just see it and they just they can't they just can't have anything to do with it. They're just like, no, I don't want anything to do with it. So Apple was really hard to to like come around. And every time we have an update, I'm like, but. I feel like the bigger we get, the harder it is to sustain in a way. Cause there's so many people that get offended by different things. Like what I've always tried to do. And if you see is like, I never really like to make the page too sexual. If anything, we're more of like a funnier approach. Um, I, I think by not ever showing myself helped me figure out a way to like, keep us, from getting shadow banned because like I wasn't using the sex appeal to get followers. Does that make sense? Like I was using like our followers is so organic. It's like dancers. It's all women. And like women don't follow, you know, those sex thing. We follow like things we can relate to. Yeah. Yours is much more like dancer facing rather than client facing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So when you look at anything that really gets taken down, it's like, I'm trying to, like, I don't even know the stuff that's been, it's, I've probably had three things taken down over the past five years. Wow, that's so But the fact that I have to worry about it is, like, insane. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to start TikTok, and (laughs) one of our photos for, like, the background photo was just us in body suits, okay? Like, covering more than a bathing suit would, and it got taken down. Our account got, like, shadow banned, and, like, they were, like, you're one step away from getting, like, your account deleted. I was wearing a fucking it's body suit. It's, like it's illegal to be a woman on social media. hundred percent. That's a that's like, perfect way of putting it. Because men don't have their shirts. You see men in the thong and they think it's funny and blah, blah, blah. And like a woman in the thong, she gets flagged. It's like, it's really sad. It's really sad to see that like all of this is happening and like all these men run this. And like, ugh. I just wish people understood the value of the app. It's the only app that's owned and ran by a woman and a Hispanic woman at that. So like it's the game is different on this app. Like Instagram, they have like, you know, they have men and women and like, they have to worry about all that extra stuff. Like like on that app, we're able to do, to do more. Our objective is different. The objective that TDR has is able to be met on the app because like, we're not worrying about selling stuff and all of that because Instagram's already had to answer to that. 
So they're more strict on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't like caught on, uh, the Dancers Resource app, um, it's an app for those who don't know. It's designed to help dancers find clubs, including the information on the club, audition, wages, manager information, the vibes, the experience of those who dance at the club. Pretty much just like a, yeah, a club tell all. Exactly. Like rate, review your club. We have end-to-end encryption coming within the next month. So like Telegram, WhatsApp, all that stuff that you're protected, that's going to be on the app. So women can discuss, can book job, whatever they want to do, they're going to be able to do that and be protected on the app. I love that. So that's, mm-hmm. that is like, I think that's going to be like the game changer. Live chats for like sugar babies, her state, her area, like their live chats. Like how's the club right now? This person's here. This person's here. Like Let's we're going to be able to see who's working, all that stuff. So what made you want to create the app in the first place? And were there any kind of defining experiences that made you go, okay, I want to make an app like this? Yeah, just being disrespected, just not getting paid out correctly, knowing that like if I got assaulted, I couldn't go to the police and the club wouldn't do anything about it. So there needed to be something amongst us to avoid it. And it wasn't even, it was just more about protecting women, protecting each other, knowing like if this door guy's here, he's going to steal your stuff. So be more on key Make sure you count your money when this DJ, you know, when this dance counter double check, you can't get too drunk on this night. He steals. Those are things that we needed to know amongst each other. Yeah. It's really, it really sucks that like we're forced to protect ourselves in that way because there's no one else to go to. Oh, you know what? I have a, okay. So I have something I'm dropping. It's, it's called the self care, um, self-care package. It's a monthly subscription. So each month you'll get the first month, everybody's first month. When you first subscribe, you get a taser, but each month you get one thing to make you feel safer, two things to make you feel cuter. Um, we have to make you feel cuter, one thing to make you feel safer. There's so many other things. We have, um, one TDR piece we have. Um, and then like, whether it be, I'm trying to think, Oh, we have hangover glasses. So this month, every like we have a taser, hangover glasses, like sunglasses, a cute anklet, a TDR like long sleeve shirt with our love languages on it, and then uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, two pairs of lashes like from this lash company. So we have like so it's a monthly box subscription of just like things that you would like like to have and that you just don't get around to buying, but that you can apply at work that will keep you safe. Whatever it is, comfy. One, like a little bit of everything. So, and then eventually what we're going to do is we're going to be using and like putting stuff in the box that are dancer owned companies, female owned companies, brands that are like, you know, amongst us. And that's what we'll be buying and putting in the boxes. Awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So this will be coming out November, oh. November, late, oh, okay, yeah. mid-November. So, um, we'll already be out. Yeah. You'll then. already be out, but we'll make sure to add a link in that in, um, the yeah, description. But send me your addresses so I can send you guys boxes. We oh, would love yeah. I'm like really excited about it. Yeah. yeah I'm dope. really excited. That yeah, would that's be awesome. awesome. Uh, so you were saying kind of what, what triggered you to want to make the app was pretty much just well, like yeah. just exploitation at the club and, and not feeling safe and needing to cover your own ass and, and want to protect yourself and the people you care about. Um, for people who are just either a new dancer or just starting at a new club, 
What do you think some red flags are at the club where you'd be like, okay, maybe this club isn't a good place to be working? If the manager tries to flirt with you or tries to leverage any type of sexual exposure towards you, run. Because he's just doing that. Or don't give in and see if you get hired. Just don't give in. And if he doesn't hire you because of that, then you're better off without it. And if he does hire you, he's not going to try it again because he's going to know he can't get with it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, So that's one. And I'm trying to think red flags. Um, Should you be expecting like a contract from clubs? Um, Yeah, you should. Like you want them to take your social and all of that. I don't know. I think because it's such a cash-based business and like all that contracts and all that stuff isn't really that – it doesn't play that big of a part. That's for them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all for them. So, like, I mean, think about it. Like, when we get fired or when we get fined or whatever, we get in trouble, nobody pulls out their contract and is like, excuse me, (laughs) I'm going to hold you liable for this. You know, where are you going to go? To court? Like, come on. So, like, I don't think contracts are that important to me because, like, are they even, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're not applied. But I do think, like, that and then – like if the staff, I don't know. I don't like when the staff is the staff itself is like so close that they're like against the dancers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have been to those clubs. I don't like that shit. You have. I the, hate that shit. Yeah, you have the divide between like the dancers and then management and like bartenders and, the and staff, staff. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't like that shit. Oh, and if the if they let the bartender or the waitress or anything go on stage, they don't give a fuck about you. Ooh. Like stay away from that club too. Whatever club that is, like, I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the opposite end, what are some good indicators of good clubs to work at? Um, you can tell. So what I think is a good indicator is if the manager is, like, the main person. There's one person in charge. That's a manager. Like, you can tell the way the club is going to operate just off the manager. So if you get a good feeling from the manager, I think usually like if the managers, I know this is like, I sh- maybe this is like ageism or whatever it is, but like when the manager is like a little older and has been in the industry longer, they're able to be more partial to like everyone involved. And usually like when they're younger, they don't have as much experience. I feel like they're, they're more emotional. They have something to prove their egos involved. And like, I don't like that. So, mm-hmm. um, when you walk in, the way that the door girl treats you um, will kind of tell you the way that they treat the girls at the club, you know? You can tell a lot, I think. I'm trying to think. What are the top indicators of a club, like whether it's going to go over or under? I would say... The dances, the cost of the dances. Oh, if the club has a lot of specials, that I think is like a big one. Like if they run a lot of specials, they're probably like slower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like two for one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Two for one. I think that's like a, so if they have a lot of specials, if the bouncers are rude, that's a super indicator. That is like, if the bouncers are rude, they know that they can treat you like that. Because it's allowed. 100%. You don't even have to get in the club to know that. Yeah, definitely. 
So do you have any advice for strippers who are at a club that they're not being treated fairly or have, you know, these red flags come up, but they don't have any other club options in their area? Um, what would I, then may, and and they want to continue dancing, then they need to consider traveling for dancing, um, and do it on a, like, this, you know, work a few days, then go back Mm -hmm. home for a few days. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what area... Because I do come into, I do get DMs of girls. I like, there's no clubs in my area. I don't have a car. I don't have this, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I think I would sell pictures of like my feet or something <laughs> on the internet. My asshole. <laughs> Save all the money. We actually just, we actually <laughs> just got our bleached. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, we just got our assholes bleached, so we good. <laughs> yeah, I would ask me to send one. I'll just use your photo. <laughs> 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 Who would know? No one would know. <laughs> you know, it's hard, but do you see how, like, sex work is sometimes the only option for women that are in situations? Like, for me, that was the only way I would have ever done anything was through stripping, to be honest, because I don't have the capacity to sit and learn. And, like, you know, like, clearly I couldn't even answer your DM. Like, I'm more of a doer, you know? <laughs> but, like, I get it. But, like, for me, that was, I, it saved me. 100% saved me. But you also have to have that discipline within yourself. It doesn't even matter how you look. I always say this. The things that are going to make you the most money in dancing, money cannot buy. Like, you have to have that discipline. You have to have that internal strength, you know? 100%. I, I always said, too, like, looks are such a minute part of success in the, in the club. Everybody, yeah. Everyone's attracted to different stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the prettiest girl that has the biggest attitude is probably not making a lot of money yeah real talk you know yep a hundred percent i've seen uh some recent tiktoks about um you know just like on strip talk just like people talking about their night and stuff and the comments of like you know people being super rude to like oh this is it looks like you know anyone can be a stripper um you don't have to be like a 10 to be a stripper but like the thing is they're making money somehow. Like if this is sustaining their life, like it just goes to show you that like, yes, looks are important, but you can outweigh a lot of things. Yo, we wish it was all about looks. Fuck. Like <laughs> I wish it was For all about real? looks. Okay. <laughs> Girl. Cause I don't want to have to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. I wish it was all about looks. Damn. <laughs> and when it is, I mean, even when it is like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and even you when know? it's not <laughs> right double but now I gotta talk to your ass please so bad like I don't know like I was burnt the fuck out like I was just burnt out like couldn't do it even like dating took a while for me to come around I mean I'm not I don't even date now like I've just I think you just become very independent as a dancer you focus more on like yourself like my biggest goal is like building my foundation because I just don't, my biggest fear is to literally rely on a man. And I'm all for like getting money from guy, all that stuff, but you don't want to rely on a man. You just don't want to do it to, to sustain, to sustain your life. is like, it's not mentally good. Well, to rely on anybody. Yeah. And I think women that dance and like are in this industry 
free, we think outside of the box and we're able to do, like, we're doing it, you know? 100%. I think there should be more respect. Yes. <laughs> preach into the choir. Like, yeah, there should definitely be more. No, it's so true. Like, we women are a man's weakness. So I don't blame them for being trying to control us the way they do. I get it. Like, we are their weakness. So it is like every politician, although I'm sure every politician has a little side thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that if, if he got exposed. Like, look at Monica Lewinsky, which I feel, like, bad for her. Like, she oh, she got totally done fucking dirty. Out. Awful, awful. And, like, she even has her show up. But, like, um, the Clippers owner, his side chick, like, you come on. Like, everybody's, like, kryptonite, every man's kryptonite is always going to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh-huh. It'll be a woman. Or it'll be over a woman. Always. Yes, the power we have. <laughs> yeah, it's the women that, like, other women are talking shit about. Always. You always, know? 100%. Uh, so before we get to our last three questions here, are there any other projects in the works? You have your monthly package coming out soon? But yeah, the self-care package. So go sign um, up to that. So it's basically, like, for to you, from you, you know? Like, it's just something that you can just come home to. Um, in the middle of the month and be excited about. I'm excited to get it out there. Yeah, that's awesome. We're excited to receive ours. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes, and the only thing after that is just the end-to-end encryption for the app. That I, Mm -hmm. like, have, I pray on that. Like, that's going to be a game-changer because it's going to allow so many more women to have access to each other in real time. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And, like, you can follow each other. You can, like, you don't even need social media to discuss work. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, before we let you go, we have three rapid-fire questions for you. The first one is, what is one thing on your sexual bucket list that you haven't done yet but want to try? Sex in a public, not a public restroom, but, like, a restaurant where, like, it's super packed and busy and, like, on, you know, and I'm just like, come on. And then (laughs) follow me. (laughs) Yeah. Like something like that where it's like everybody's outside, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hot. What is one thing you've tried sexually that you probably wouldn't do again? Um, oh God. (laughs) I don't think I want to say that. Um, can we just say car sex? Because I've done some freaky shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. I love watching our interviewees' faces change when we ask that question. Um, it is just because they're like thinking back and they're like, uh oh. Like, uh oh. <laughs> I can't say that. I, I can't say that. Like, anything like, trust, I've done, like, not worse than that, but like, I've done some freaky shit where I'm like, the next day, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I can't do that <laughs> Me? <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> and the last one here. Yeah. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? I think I would just talk about, like, women. I would say that as women, we're so – I know this sounds so cliche, but, like, as women, we're so much stronger together. You know, and, like, you take away everything that makes us different and like we're literally the same person going through things like 
And um, like when you see a friendship group and all the friends are super successful, they're powerful together. You know, I think I would, and I would say download the app. Yes. Yes, y'all got to download that app. But for definitely, sure. I don't know. I would have to think it through. Like, if that, if someone asked me, I would be like, ah, ah. Like, I wouldn't even know what to say. <laughs> but I would have to, it would be something along those lines mm-hmm. for women, women empowerment. And like, I think I would honestly say, like, your life is as good as you choose to see it. That's like something that I really think is so, like, I was, as I'm getting older, even lately, I just, things aren't even always going perfect, but I'm just so happy and grateful and thankful for the little things. It just makes my life so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Those are some good tidbits. Yeah. hundred percent. Awesome. Well, Miss Carissa Parker, where can people find you? Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at Carissa Parker underscore, and then the dancers resource seven times a day, 30 <laughs> times a day. Um, and then on our app, the dancers resource, I'm on there. I'm always in the dressing room. I'm always like shooting the shit with everybody. Um, that's about it. Awesome. And Riley, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Riley divine. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at five zero plus a tip or email at five zero plus a tip at gmail.com. Thank you, Krista, so much for coming on. I absolutely Thank adore you your page. Me. Yes. Your mm-hmm. app's it awesome. Was so fun. I'm so glad we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good time. Yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you. I love what you're doing. I mm-hmm. love the the spaces you're providing for women in the industry. It's much needed and much appreciated. So kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's awesome. Have a wonderful week and happy whoring. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.